Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everyone and welcome to the kachat it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what's up with cars i'm lucas southworth and it seems john has punched his microphone i i kind of slapped it yes i did yeah say your name i'm john bishop and i slap microphones hopefully future lucas will make that much quieter please do that future lucas anyway like i said this is a kachat we talk about cars on this one with different ways each week what is the way this week john pocket monsters Ooh, yeah that's it we're yep we're doing pokemon pokemon day was this week this previous weekend it's the 25th anniversary of a franchise near and dear to both john and i's hearts so we just sort of figured yeah we'll do pokemon kind of like how we did harry potter but i don't know we'll figure it out we both know a lot about pokemon so we feel vaguely confident that we can figure this out i guess which means it's time for a fun fact of the day thank you john last week we talked about how uh several race car drivers and those two children were in fact much younger than us uh and very successful and while pokemon is a uh, very successful at least it's not younger than us it's younger than me it's younger than both of us younger than you too yeah in fact i am younger than you yeah. I gotcha. It's a not very fun fact of the day. <laughs> nah. I actually, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Uh, I have a not very fun fact of the day that I just realized. Mm-hmm. So this will be episode 86 of mm-hmm. our podcast, The Chat. When the quarantine started, we did an episode called Quarantine. What number episode do you think that was, John? Well, I'm going to have to say it was probably like a year ago maybe less so 80 you say what was this 84 85 86 this is episode 86 and i'm gonna guess it's episode 43 john i was almost there yeah we i was know. gonna well i was just gonna subtract 49 but then i was like wait how do i do this and then i got distracted and there's a beeping in my house yeah. i'm very distractible that's true but the not very fun fact is we have now done more episodes during the pandemic than not during the pandemic. <sighs> so that's pretty cool. Well, you said this is episode... 86. And that was episode... 43. That means this episode is the tie. No, because episode 43 was during the pandemic. So we did oh, 42 no. before it. Well, then let's <laughs> pretend... That this one doesn't count yet because it's not released. So, for the like for the listeners, it's too late. But for us, we can enjoy a f- another day of pretending. Sure, but whatever makes you feel better. At this point, nothing. Yeah, that's true. 
Anyway, we're going to talk about Pokemon. Again, a franchise near and dear to both of our hearts. John, were you allowed to play Pokemon as a child? Uh, depends on what you mean by child. I did, in fact, start playing when I was probably 13. Were you disallowed for playing Pokemon at some point in your childhood? At some point in my childhood, I was, in fact, not allowed to play with what my mother referred to as pocket monsters. Because monsters, of course, as everyone knows, are of the devil. Hmm. Good fun. Was evolution an issue also, or just the monsters part? I'm going to be honest, I'm fairly certain that the reason my mother wouldn't want me to play Pokemon is because she heard a religious person say that kids shouldn't play Pokemon. So whether or not evolution was a factor, I don't think it was the reason my mother had. That's fair enough, bud. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I just wanted to drop that piece of info on the listener. Yes, as unto Harry Potter, I was not allowed to enjoy it in my youth. And I was allowed to enjoy it once my parents separated. Well, there you go, man. Yeah, we played Pokemon a lot. I like I have memories of being on a bus with John, like on a field trip or something, playing Pokemon with each other, like doing a battle on our DSs and whatnot. So you could call us experts. I wouldn't, but <laughs> you could. And if you don't call Lucas an expert, you can't call me an expert because here's the thing. Lucas was kind enough to say, oh, yeah, we battled. No, I wouldn't call that a battle. I would call that Lucas destroying me every time because he has very fast Pokemon. Speed is a very important stat, folks. Absolutely. If you can hit them first and hit them hard enough, they don't get to hit you. Mm-hmm. But anyway, John, did you have something in mind to start us off vis-a-vis Cars Pokemon discussion? All right. So there's a new game coming out yeah. next year. That is, of course, Pokemon Legends Arceus. And it makes me very sad. Do you want to guess why that is? Uh, Because the visuals in that trailer looked bad, but maybe they'll be better. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to read what my name is on Zencaster. Combat hasn't changed. Do you want non-turn-based combat? Absolutely. I want Mm -hmm. open-world non-turn-based combat. And even if it is turn-based, I'd like it to be a different style than just classic RPG. I, I grew up with RPGs, but the thing that was great about RPGs is that it was great for the technology they had, yeah, and they refused to change it. I don't know, man. I like turn-based combat just because I, I enjoy other like live combat games, like uh, Smash Ultimate is one of my favorite games right now. Mm-hmm. So I get the appeal, but like I don't know. Something about turn-based is like you get to plan it out, you get a second to think, and you don't have to. It's not all about like, ooh, well I can do this uh, precision input and that makes it it's more about thinking about it than like uh, being good at putting in inputs in video games which I'm usually not now let's let's uh, explore that I'm not against the idea of turn-based combat but what gets me is that very specifically their combat has changed practically not at all in 25 years sure uh, Final Fantasy famously does tons of turn-based combat, but what Final Fantasy does is they fundamentally change the combat pretty much every game. Yeah. And, and I wish that Pokemon would try that on just one mainstay, ga- one mainstay game. Yeah, I get that. I think, gosh, 
nobody hates Pokemon more than Pokemon fans. Uh, (laughs) Most people will tell you Game Freak is not the company you're looking for for innovation, but... Yeah, if if you want the same game every year or two, but slightly better every time, that's go for Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. They're cute, and you get to collect them and stuff. But John, I will remind you: the question I asked you was, "What do you have to start us on our Pokemon slash cars discussion?" Okay. Well, Pokemon. What are yes. they? Are they creatures that just happen to exist in another world? where that's just a normal thing? Or is it a post-apocalyptic future after the Great War, which has been hinted at in many theories and fan theories and all that jazz? Uh, Basically, what I'm asking is, is this in line with our theory that everything happened and then Pokemon just came after the fact? Okay, so, so you're presenting the theory that we can, in our existing Cars Came After Humanity theory we can just shove Pokemon right in the middle of those two. Is that what you're getting at? It's one of two things. It's either that or the other way around. Maybe this Pokemon okay. world is after the manufacturers decide, no, I don't want to serve these car people anymore. And they take it back by creating uh, creatures that are perfectly designed to uh, be adorable, uh, get uh, commercial sales, and also... To uh, destroy cars. Yeah, I bet most Pokemon could like the mini game, and I'm going to say Street Fighter, but I could be wrong. Street Fighter 2. Okay, Street Fighter 2 would be very adept at just beating the crap out of a car. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. You you make a creature that can beat the crap out of a car. The cars adapt. So what mm. do you do? You make a different type of creature that can destroy the car in a different way. And that's how you end up with types. Which... And this is, listen, there are going to be some moments where we get into the weeds of Pokemon. And if you're not a big Pokemon person, sorry about that. But (laughs) that would explain why Fairy type was one of the last types discovered because it has a weakness to the Steel type, which I assume all cars are Steel types. So the manufacturer never needed to make a fairy type because it would be weak to all the cars so it was just it naturally emerged much later down the road or maybe okay and this is terrible yeah how do we describe the biological part of a car squishy bit the squishy bit it's a fleshy squishy bit so if you were to say remove the shell of this car you would have something squishy fleshy not dissimilar to a jiggly puff Exactly. So maybe fairy type are specifically weak to steel type because they had to shed their bodies to survive in this new strange world. Yeah, okay. Terrible. Okay. And one of of the first fairy types discovered back in Gen 6 was Klefki, who is a set of keys. So Hmm. that's a connection to car. A set of keys... That is a connection to cars, and also, you would think, would be steel. No, it is. It's a steel fairy type. It's dual type. Why Why? Why would they just out the gate have one of their... Okay, Lucas, there are a lot... Okay, people who hate Pokemon the most are Pokemon yeah. fans. So, okay, the Pokemon that I hear so many complaints about is Klefki. I love Klefki. Klefki is one of my 
probably top like 50 Pokemon. But Statistically speaking, some of the best Pokemon you can get type-wise are combinations that are weak and strong against and to each other. Yes. So right out of the gate, one of their designs, the one that so many people hate, is one of their strongest. Just, uh, what is it, type-wise? Yeah, Boo Boo Keys uh, did make an impact a little bit on the competitive scene, if I remember right. Not because it was super powerful, but because it had a good ability that let you do stuff. Uh, but again, we're very in the weeds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love. I I did have a Boo Boo Keys, and I named it Boo Boo Keys. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I think I think both work. I like the i I like the idea of Pokemon is the post post apocalypse. <laughs> but I want to get into a little bit. What if it's the just the first post apocalypse? Uh, okay. that somehow led to cars because so, how does that happen i don't know man every every game well in the early games it was just like hey here's some crime people they're doing crime stuff go stop them 10 year old uh but in every game like past that like generation three onward it's like hey some literally crazy person is like i'm going to control this godlike pokemon into reshaping the world into my own image some of them control time space some of one of them's just basically the god pokemon arceus or i think arceus is how they pronounced it in that direct the other day but yeah according to a tweet by good old brian dave gilbert that is the case that is how I experienced that, and I despise it. But then again, I call a Pokemon that everyone else calls Lapras Lapras because Terrible. I'm weird. Terrible, and you should feel bad. Uh, it but just sounds fancy. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, there are these in like one of the Pokemon, like in Gen Six, the Pokemon are this is the life Pokemon and this is the death one, and we're going to kill everyone and remake the world. And it's all stuff like that. So, I don't know. Maybe just one of the times there wasn't a 10-year-old to stop the fanatic people from reshaping the world into their own image. But their image was pretty weird and car-based. Okay, so my question was more, how do we get to the intermediate step rather than from the intermediate step to cars? Okay, that's fair. Uh, And uh, this brings me to... A trivia question that you know the answer to, and it's real fun and real dumb. Lucas, who's the first Pokemon? All four of them. <laughs> you're you're right. It is in fact all four of them. Give they don't know the context. Give them the context, John. <laughs> all right. So here's a multiple choice question. You got four choices. Who's the first Pokemon? There is of course Mew. There is of course Bulbasaur. There is of course Bulbasaur. Uh, there is of course is it. Uh, Rhydon? Rhydon? And uh, Arceus. And it's all of them because Mew is the genetic ancestor of all Pokemon. Bulbasaur is the first in the Pokedex. Rhydon is the first Pokemon that was ever like conceived by the creator of Pokemon. I think it was the first one ever like designed. Yeah, something along those lines. Uh, and Arceus is like the god Pokemon. 
So here's one question that is on every single Pokemon lover's mind. Sure. Uh, how can Adam be the uh, predecessor of God? That's a very good question, John. Maybe. Okay. Because the route I was going to go down was. So oftentimes we get from humans to cars in our mind through global warming, global warming and pollution, forcing people into car suits. Mm -hmm. So where I was going to go is we're on that route. uh, But the pollution just mutates all the animals real bad. Okay. Uh, And we as humans come up with like a some sort of like serum or something for ourselves so we don't get horribly disfigured and lose our sentience and whatnot uh but that's how that happens and the first one was Mew, and somehow i don't know man it gave birth to god all right (laughs) i've got a proposal yeah and my proposal is in the real world there is this new genetic modification kit called crispr Uh, And it's basically, hey, play with genetic structures, because why not? (laughs) And my theory is, okay, so this is going to get bleak and grim and gross. Mew is oftentimes said to look like a cat, but also oftentimes said to look like a uh, an unborn baby. Yeah. So theory is that someone decided to experiment with a very, very manipulatable uh, DNA sequence, and one way to do that is, of course, to use stem cells. So, maybe the first Pokemon ever created was Mew, and it was such a wild success because it had all of these fantastic powers and all these things that it could do that they had to make Pokemon from that. And the first Pokemon anyone decided to make was, of course, the, the U.S. government deciding, well, we're going to, of course, weaponize this cute little thing. So they take that DNA and they make Arceus. And uh, what does that do? Well, they they clearly created a very, very powerful reality warping weapon that then warps all of reality. And uh, people have to make this, that, and the other Pokemon just to survive while Arceus or Arceus is just destroying and devastating. And then Arceus Arceus is just going to decide, you know what, these people... I'm not so big a fan because they're kind of doing things, but they also created me, so I'm not going to be terrible. I'm not going to, like, destroy them all. I'm just going to, like, I don't know, do some weird reality warping stuff. So a lot of these people are probably, I don't know, turned into Pokemon, and a lot of these people are just warped somewhere else. Who cares? Uh, Maybe, like, a a million people. I'm just going to mesh into this weird dna sequence like they did with me and i'm gonna throw him into outer space and they can name him something cool later (laughs) and uh then arceus combined with the efforts of the remaining humans just established the new world after this crazy war happened yeah that works for me but here's the thing tell me the thing johnny arceus looked at its new creation and decided okay there's this group of people called Team Rocket. There's this group of people called Team This, That, The Other. They keep trying to destroy this world that I have created. I didn't do a good enough job. Everybody's cars now. Listen, y'all can't behave, so everybody's cars now. That is, of course, 
to say that Arceus is, of course, Mater. I mean, yeah. That Arceus probably felt some amount of like, uh, what have I done, sweet Jesus, what have I done? So it wanted to sort of erase its memory, make itself a bit of a simpleton, <laughs> but not take away its own powers. That'd be boring. I mean, the age-old question, can, if God can do anything, can he create a boulder so heavy he can't lift it? Uh, I mean, Arceus was so powerful, he couldn't even get rid of all of his power. Yeah, and even if Mater couldn't lift it, I bet he could tow it. <laughs> he sure could drag it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But I will say, and one of the points I wanted to get into, a thing that I think does lean a bit more into the first structure we were going into, which was humans, then cars, then Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Wild episode we're doing. Is that when you look at the Pokemon universe, transportation methods exist, but they are not nearly as plentiful. Like, there are some important boats and trains and whatnot, and there are bicycles and rollerblades and everything. But I thought for a long time, and I could only think of, in the games at least, two examples of cars existing in the Pokemon universe. Mm -hmm. One being the infamous truck. That you can get Mew from? That you could not get Mew from. Lucas, what are you talking about? You just gotta go behind it on a Thursday at 5 uh, p.m. and uh, turn... In every dimension, so all all five of them, sure. uh, five times, and then blink 87 times and a quarter, and then say the secret password, and uh, one out of every 8,000 times that you do all those things, a mm. mule will appear. You know, for a shiny hunter, that's about original shiny odds, so I could see it. It's actually better than original shiny odds, which is wild. I think it's one in 8,059 or something. It's over 8,000. It's 8,000 something. I can't remember what though. But anyway, that truck, while Mew is not under it, the truck does actually exist in the game's code for some reason. Mm -hmm. The only other time I could think of was in... Three. uh, Generation six? Oh. X and Y. When you go to the city that's Paris, I think it's Lumio City, there are taxis everywhere. Okay. Uh, there are vehicles, of course, in the films. Yeah, and like in the anime, the films, whatnot. This breaks down a little bit, but in Gen Three, you start the game by moving truck, moving yeah. in with the moving truck. That's a good thought. And uh, who, of course, operates this moving truck? A person? <laughs> of course not. A bunch of machamps, because they're the movers. Because Pokemon do everything, or. Is it because you can't trust a person with a car? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, again, there are some important boats, some important trains, but for the most part, the entirety of the game, whatever generation you're in of the main series Pokemon is, okay, I am going to walk the entirety of this continent or country, and you do with very minimal like transportation devices that aren't like just bikes or something. Mm-hmm. There's so, some rails, but the, most of your movement is based on either just walking, riding a bike, 
or being transported by a Pokemon. Yeah, like riding on them, whether it was with HM, Surf, and stuff back in the day, or they've now introduced it into some games, just you can ride on Pokemon around, mm-hmm. and that's really cool and fun. But so I don't, it, and it's not like you're walking next to a road a car could drive on, and you're just a child without a car. Like these are not places built with infrastructure for cars very true there are some like driveways but only in like again the films and maybe labs yeah so i don't know i think that's really strong evidence for your manufacturer revolution they use cars when they really need them but don't want a lot of them around and I think there's a, something to be said about maybe the people who really control the cars are the Pokemon. And even just general transport, you could say that. Because people don't control the sea in general, obviously. But that's true in our world and their world. What's upsetting to think about is the fact that in their world, Pokemon actively control the sea. They also control the sky. And... uh <laughs> What happens when you send a rocket into outer space? Nine times out of ten, a legendary Pokemon will come down and destroy a bunch of stuff. Oops, Deoxys is up there. Who could have guessed? Uh... Even Rayquaza. <laughs> yeah, Rayquaza. Rayquaza's in the atmosphere. Deoxys is in space. Come on, John. I mean, yeah, but they send up a, a rocket and then yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, we need to summon him because Kyogre and Groudon are in their primal forms or something. Yeah weird but yeah i don't know it's just it's just kind of weird and like we were talking about a lot of the transportation you do ride on pokemon in the most recent game sword and shield there is a taxi service but it's you sit in a basket and a bird pokemon flies you somewhere okay so there's that as corviknight taxi is what they replaced fly with makes me sad Uh, HMs were annoying. (laughs) True, but fly is a good move. No, you can still use fly. Like, it just doesn't do anything outside of battle anymore. Yeah, I I just meant more so that, like, if there's an HM I don't feel a need to replace, well, there are two. It's surf and fly, because surf, so powerful. Fly, pretty useful in specific ways. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But again, you can still have them on Pokemon. You just don't, you know. Yeah. surf the seas with them anymore you just have a magic bike with floaty wheels now mm-hmm. uh <laughs> so all that's right pretty cool now lucas i'm gonna start talking about something that is related to kind of the general theme slash topic that i don't <laughs> okay. think you know much about okay and it is metabots <laughs> okay man whatever sure all right so in the 90s of course there were uh, a bunch of things sparked and then like very early 2000s there was this weird thing where everyone was trying to fight for this specific Pokemon market. And I say Pokemon Mm -hmm. market because it's just clearly Pokemon 1. There was Digimon, there was uh, fighting Foodons, and there was Metabots. There were like a dozen other things, obviously, like Monster Rancher. But something specific to Metabots was that you had a friend, a companion who was a living robot. By living robot, I don't mean that he was a cyborg or anything. 
I mean, Meta B was a robot body with a sentient piece of metal chip thing put inside of it. Okay. And I think that that living metal has some sort of connection that we can apply to our post-apocalyptic future. Okay, As sure. well as Pokemon, as well as cars. Yeah, because, I mean, not a small amount of Pokemon are just living pieces of metal. Mm-hmm. So maybe what happens is that Arceus decides, okay, these Pokemon are being used as weapons, which is exactly what I didn't like because that's what I was designed for. So he tries to get rid of Pokemon. But what does that mean? He tries to, like, he doesn't want to kill them. So maybe he turns them into Metabot medals that people discover. And what is the first thing they do? They use them as weapons. They put it in a robot body that has guns attached. Yeah, of course. So after multiple attempts, Arceus decides, you know what? People can't be trusted to have vehicles, to have metal, to have Pokemon. I'm just going to turn everything into cars. And that's how that happened. I like that. I could also see going the other way. Maybe like there was a new region discovered, like not in the way that like, oh, we released a new game and there's been a civilization here forever. Uh, But like a full new land somehow has been unexplored to this point. And they go there and just every Pokemon there is at least partially a steel type. And you got uh, flying steel types and you got water steel types, but they're all steel types and they're all level 200, which they didn't even think was possible. And they're like, we got to get out of here. These look like these boats we came on. (laughs) But they follow them back and they're just more than the rest of the Pokemon world can handle. They just were Pokemon in the same way that Magnemite was a Pokemon. And it was just, you know, a metal thing. It's just a living appliance like Rotom. Maybe it's just a bunch of Rotoms that found the most efficient body. Absolutely. But however, you know, there's some other things that you can think about that are unfortunate. And it all stems around probably what I think is both of our biggest argument to have here. And that is, of course, everybody's favorite Pokemon, Ditto. Oh. (laughs) Golurk is my favorite Pokemon, if anyone wanted to know. He looks like the Iron Giant. I'm very on-brand person. (laughs) I mean, mine's mine's Blaziken, if you don't count Legendaries. If you count Legendaries, it's Mew. That's fair. Both are very good Pokemon. Anyway, uh, Ditto's very... Yeah, maybe they're all Ditto's. Maybe the Squishy Bits is Ditto's. (laughs) All right. So Was that words I just said? Maybe the squishy bits is dittos? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So it could go in either direction. But my thought process is essentially, what does Ditto do? He becomes Pokemon. What is Rotom? He's a Pokemon that can fuse to technology. What is Ditto primarily used for? Breeding. Mm. So if you breed a Ditto with a bunch of hyper-intelligent Alakazams and occasionally... This ditto who is becoming hyper intelligent and obviously sentient, uh, then grows to a point where they see Rotom and they're like, Oh, well, this Pokemon's highly adaptable, and they become that Pokemon, and then somehow 
become slash fuse with a car, all of a sudden you've got sentient cars. Yeah, I could see that. Especially, you mentioned Alakazam for a reason, and that reason is their Pokedex, one of their Pokedex entries, which, disclaimer, Pokedex entries are notorious, notoriously nonsensical, but they're given as canon, so sorry, but their uh, Pokedex entry says, This amazing brain gives this Pokemon an astoundingly high IQ of 5,000, which... <laughs> Why are why are people allowed to capture these and just have as pets? One. It's it's kind of like how computers work. Uh, computers are far more capable of a lot of things, but we own them. And that's yeah. why we get to own them, because we do. I don't know, man. That seems pretty messed up. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Here's the uh, thing, though, that is impossible yeah so we don't have to worry about it because if you're wondering the highest your iq can be is like 199 yeah and i've seen an increasingly popular fan theory uh, going around like very recently actually that's the reason why pokedex entries make no sense whatsoever is because the professors keep getting children to go out and do encyclopedia <laughs> entries on pokemon so no wonder they're like yeah mag cargo's Hotter than the surface of the sun. He is so hot, in fact, that him existing on Earth would tear a hole in our atmosphere immediately and kill everyone. Yeah, so like it's just a child trying to make these animals that he found sound cool. Oh, and Gardevoir, instead of just using like basic psychic powers, she can just, I don't know, summon a singularity, which would again destroy all life on Earth. Yeah, but if we're taking that without grains of salt, then yeah, your thing about Alakazam combining with Ditto with Rotom, it's not great. <laughs> because here's the thing. You you breed Ditto with something. What do you get? The thing that isn't Ditto. Okay. Why is that? Because Ditto transforms into that thing to, you know, get it on and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, but the, the genetic code of Ditto is still there. What if they specifically look for eggs for Dittos because they're afraid of this happening, and they just purge them. Woof. You can have a ditto in a ditto, because that'll only make a normal ditto. But you can't enhance your ditto by having a super ditto with the intelligence of Alakazam. That wouldn't be good. It'd be fun. Why not, you know? I mean, if someone wanted to make a really, like, strange, quirky, but also probably dark future, gritty Pokemon reboot, they could just do, oh... Every Pokemon's ditto now, and it's like Kevin 11 from Ben 10, mm. where ha like you can transform individual limbs to be different things so you can combine powers. Good pool. But yeah, that'd be fun. And ditto is very spooky and Detective Pikachu as... Have you seen Detective Pikachu? I have not. Yeah, ditto's very spooky in it. Because... Uh, do you care if I spoil Detective Pikachu? Is it like the final reveal? It's not the final reveal. It's it's not the most important reveal. It happens in the last minutes of the movie. Someone was ditto all along? There was a human person who was a ditto the whole time. Okay, uh, but like, I don't think that happens in the the games or the, the films. So that's new. Yeah, they, they don't 
talk the whole movie. They're like one of the bad guy's bodyguards uh, who hasn't spoken at all and has wear, worn sunglasses to hide their, their dull uh, dead eyes. Their, their uh, fun little ditto eyes, which doesn't happen in the games. That's only an anime thing. It happens in the plushies. Yeah. It's actually, sorry, I'm going to go off on a tangent. It's based on one specific ditto from the anime whose whole thing was they couldn't do faces. So it's not even an anime-wide thing. It's like one ditto who the whole time the gang is trying to teach how to be like other dittos. You know what that means. It was that ditto. It was that ditto, I guess. So that's pretty cool. Uh, But it is a good way to make plushies and make it clear like, eh, it's a ditto who looks like a Snorlax or whatever. Yep. And even better, it's probably an easier pattern to make. Yeah, probably. So yeah, super dittos equal cars equal uh, sentient people that take over the world. Yeah, I could dig that. (laughs) You know, why not? Why not, John? (laughs) And if you want more evidence of, like, supporting bits and pieces here of these theories, it's canon that Ditto and Mewtwo are the result of experimentation. I don't know that I've seen it been canonized, but it's a popular enough fan theory that it's basically canon that ditto is a failed clone of Mew, yeah yeah i think it's canon because well i might be making this up or remembering remembering things wrong but like when you go to the lab where they're talking about mewtwo in as it red and blue yeah cinnabar island the burned mansion uh you'll read these entries and they'll talk about how they've been experimenting and one of the results is now taken over that house or island and you encounter only ditto there not only ditto but it's one of the only places you can find ditto yeah and uh encounter you only encounter ditto there (laughs) i don't know something but uh basically the idea is mewtwo was just their better one because he's more of a weapon yeah uh mewtwo the Pokemon movies sometimes are very good. Like the first one, I don't know. It's a fun little movie. But if we feel like we're good on how to get either from Cars to Pokemon or vice versa, I want to transition a little bit into Pokemon is not... It, sort of like how we did with Harry Potter. What if Pokemon is what it is in our universe in the Cars first? Like it's a fictional piece of media. And what would that look like? And I've got, I sent you a thing, and you probably will be, will recognize it, but it's those VW Beetles that look like Pikachu. All right. But here's the thing. Tell me the thing, John. Pikachu would probably be some sort of Roomba? Yeah. It, yeah. We're, listen, I need you to hear, hear me when I say this. We are not going to go through all 800 Pokemon and tell you, Okay, I guess Ponyta would be a, a trailer that's on fire, and Rapidash would be a bigger trailer that's more on fire. We're not going to do that, because <laughs> God help me, I will go insane. Uh, <laughs> we will just say there are birds, there are fish, <laughs> and there are probably squirrel-like creatures, and we know that there are John Deere, so we don't <laughs> need to go into all of that. There are animal equivalents yeah and if if there are some that are particularly interesting 
like I don't know Klefki or something. If we want to get back into that, we can do it. But I just don't want the last half of this podcast to be like, okay, Slowpoke <laughs> is a weird little pink guy. Uh, I don't know, weird little pink car. Sure, Slowpoke Next. is just a regular car that's very slow. <laughs> yeah, he's popped tired car that's small and a little psychic. Uh, uh, and very tragic because people eat his second half his bumper bumper and when he evolves his spoiler he gets uh, a submarine on his head somehow all right sometimes on his tail depending on which item you give him also Klefki's just Klefki yeah but like how did how do keys a thing are keys thing in car almost certainly almost certainly how how do keys tiny 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 keys still how keys do, how do cars unlock things mouth i mean realistically by they using don't. magic yeah well john and i will say gosh this is why would they do this little scene the cars mini and van in the first cars movie when they think lightning is a deranged individual who's out to hurt them do lock themselves okay Okay. <laughs> Do they store their wallet in their body? I guess. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, that's maybe that's just like them getting tense. Yeah, maybe it's just a a sort of shutter, but it beeps and lights up instead. But yeah, we've talked a little bit about video games mm-hmm. in the Cars verse and how they just wouldn't make all that much sense. But right, I guess. But- Think about one of the favorite Pokemon games that isn't a main series game. Okay, first thought was Mystery Dungeon. Well, there are too many for me to like. Yeah. have you keep guessing. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking Pokemon Snap. Yes. So Perfect. I'm thinking just a VR experience that is pretty much just Pokemon Go. Bam, it's Pokemon Snap, and it's the same game, essentially. Oh boy, how do you throw things, though? Yeah, you, even, you throw snacks in that game, even. Yeah, you do. You throw snacks and little things that make them angry. Sometimes I think it's, I don't. I haven't played the original Pokemon Snap actually, but yeah, I do like the idea of a VR Pokemon Snap. Just mm-hmm. a in general, because the whole point of Pokemon Snap is hey, look at these Pokemon walking around. So VR would work well for it. But also just because that's one of the only ways we've seen them experience something like that Mm -hmm. because they have the vr headsets and the training facility in cars 3 and their whole thing is transportation so like pokemon go fits right in yeah i did very much want to get back into pokemon go and one of the things with pokemon go nobody has it turned on because it kills your battery in about three minutes but what they wanted to happen is it be a full uh, augmented reality game, an AR game mm-hmm. in which your phone's camera is turned on and you click on a Pokemon and oh, it looks like Pikachu's on the sidewalk. How cool. So I'm thinking maybe just we've talked about them maybe having like some heads up displays built into their windshield before. Mm-hmm. I think this could maybe just be something they activate. Like a Google Glass that's just there. That yeah. They can say, hey, okay, Google pocket monsters i'd like to see squirtles now uh and then they go you have to say which one do you want the google image search or do you just want to play this game listen god 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I think that would be, honestly, Pokemon Go is still mega popular. It would be mega, mega popular in the Carsverse because, like, they could do it up even more to the extent of, like, yeah, the desert Pokemon are in the desert. Your cars, go drive and get them. Because, the... like, what we talked about is you could go on a walk just in general as a person, like, walk for an hour, and that just be, like, a normal thing you do in a day. Or if you're a car, you do that, and all of a sudden you're, you've traveled a state or two. Yeah, so, I don't know. I feel like they could really enhance Pokemon Go. In the, and, I don't know, Pokemon Go is so perfect for cars in the first place because it's called Go. And just have it be a full Pokemon experience. Like, yeah, the flying Pokemon, the planes get a lot of those, but you can get them when they land. And uh, Yeah, you got to go on a boat if you want a Gyarados. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, they, they uh, Matt Pat had a video where he was talking about shinies and whatnot and talked about how one of the intentional decisions was they wanted the dittos that were a different language ditto. Well, it wasn't supposed to be ditto. It was any Pokemon that had a different language setting. Yeah, uh, could produce a shiny if you uh, breed them, and if it's just oh, if you want a water Pokemon, you have to talk to your boat friend yeah. and make boat friends. It's really encouraging all of the types of vehicles to get to be closer friends. Yeah, if you're curious, that shiny hunting method is called the Masuda method. It's very effective, especially if you have the shiny charm. Get yourself a foreign ditto and. Breed if you want shiny Pokemon. That's the by far the easiest way to do it, especially in Sword and Shield. And if you're just wonder trading, throw out some throw out some ditto. Be yeah, nice. That's a very nice thing to do. <laughs> but yeah, I like your point of like that would very much encourage, in the same way that like regional Pokemon and Pokemon Go, uh, meaning like you can only get Tauros in uh, North America and you can only get Kangaskhan in Australia. Uh, so it encourages trade. It's not great because, like, I don't know. I don't know any Australian people, uh, <laughs> but it's supposed to encourage trade. But with cars and just tweaking it a little bit of like m- making it, uh, you know, easier to trade, making it more of like a full fledged Pokemon game of like, yeah, you can go. We built this building. You can go and throw out and do a Pokemon battle, get a badge. Why not? I think they could fully just recreate a Pokemon game in real life in the cars first. Mm-hmm. And they just be virtual little boys. Yep. Well, of course, Lucas, we do have a lot of viewers from all over the world, so uh, they don't view, they listen. So, uh, of course, we could just uh, interact with any of them. However, I think we're both good on our Pokemon, right? Yeah, yeah. I've actually There was actually have been a lot of events to get regional Pokemon. So I'm pretty much all set on that. But one Pokemon I do need help with is I need help motivating myself to ever get that weird. Let's go magnet Pokemon. Oh, Melmetal. Yep. Or Meltan. Then Melmetal is what he evolves into. Yeah. yeah I don't like him. <laughs> I've got the the little one, but I need apparently 400 of them. Yeah. You need 400 candies to evolve him, <sighs> which is ridiculous. annoying. <laughs> all right now completely ignoring uh cars for a while sure. let's talk about the fact that some of the best games for pokemon are the games that aren't their main series games yes and probably my favorite is uh shoot i can't even remember what its name is 
Conquest. That's it. Ooh, Pokemon Conquest rules, man. That's a deep cut, too. Not a lot of people played that one. And, like, even that, it's one of those situations where the, the combat could use a lot of work still, but they did something very different with it that I really liked. And I wish that more experimentation like that would happen. Yeah, it's sort of vaguely like Fire Emblem Pokemon. If you, It's for the DS, if you have any interest in getting that one. One uh, difference is, of course, that you have like one or two options that you can do instead of five or six. Yeah, yeah. I really like the Mystery Dungeon games. And Colosseum and XD Gale of Darkness, the ones that were where you steal Pokemon from people. Those rule. Yeah, those are good. Uh, Yes, the side games of Pokemon are quite often better. Not always, but quite often. What do you want to talk about now? Chargebug looks like a bus. Chargebug <laughs> looks like a, a charge bus. Yeah. I'm going to be real. I looked up Pokemon car and I only ever got results for cards. And you may be thinking, well, just click the thing that says, did you mean car or cars or cards? And then uh, I did. And it was still just so many cards. Chargebug does look like a bus. He would just be a bus. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry about it. I mean, whereas we have Machoke and uh, Mr. Mime that look like people, kind of. Yeah, those uh, would, you're right, those would be the weirder ones, not the ones that already look like cars. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mr. Well, Mime is the regional Pokemon for Europe, which I always thought was kind of funny. Wee uh, <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. We can do this, John. We know so much about Pokemon and... We have come to know so much about cars. We can, but we could also do something brave. Make a short episode. We could talk about one division. That is very brave of us. There's a very good episode that made me. Oh, it didn't make me cry. It made me tear up at several different occasions. The most recent episode. Mm-hmm. We gotta finish up something about cars. All right, and cars, Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, here's a little helpful trip. A trick for all you trainers that are at least 16 and have your license, if your car battery dies, just get your Pikachu and press one of those little red cheeks to the to the ends of it, because guess what? Lightning bolts. Yeah, uh, you want cheek to positive uh, and then tail to negative or ground. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I uh, lost the metaphor. Just kidding. If you were, of course, to touch the cheeks to anything and Pikachu was not happy about it, you would die and your car would explode. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, Ash's Pikachu. Most Pikachus aren't that strong. <laughs> All right. Now let's let's finish this off the way we finish off every single episode. And Go that ahead. is, of course, who would win in a fight? Uh, lightning, of course, with his uh, lightning god powers okay. versus Zapdos. Zapdos. Okay. I was going to say Zapdos can fly, but, but you know, lightning can teleport. Lightning, yeah, lightning, I think, can also fly in that little bit, but I can't remember. I don't think he flew, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Can I? It seems like lightning is significantly more powerful than Zapdos in this. Can I throw in new weird little Roadrunner Zapdos uh, from Sword and Shield? Have him double team against him. There's a Roadrunner Zapdos? Yeah. Do you have Sword and Shield at all? I do not. I've been... All right, here's the thing. I tell myself, maybe I'll just get it later, or maybe I'll borrow it from a friend, or maybe I'll wait till the price. And then once I get to price, I immediately realize that's not a thing. No, yeah. Pokemon games don't depreciate in value. 
Yeah, if anything, like famously, heart gold and soul silver are even more expensive now. Uh, but yeah, there's a Galarian Zapdos, and it looks like a little Roadrunner, uh, and it's a fighting type, I think. Uh, it I actually really love the design. It looks goofy, but it's fun. Oh, he's orange. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Galarian version of each of the, the birds, which I thought they did a good job with all three of them. Actually, Dang, but... now I have to play this game. I think you'll like Articuno the most, would be my thought, because he... Mm but I don't know. He sort of looks like Cyclops from X-Men. But yeah, I would oh say boy. with those two, I mean, Lightning's a god in that moment. <laughs> Lightning but still wins. Here's the thing. Yeah. He still does have limitations of not being invincible because, of course, they are still running away. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be close, but I think that uh, Lightning's special defense would be too high. Uh, for Zapdos to make much of a dent, especially if you haven't invested your IVs correctly. Maybe they would run out of uh, power points at some point, you know? Now, now, Lucas, that's an interesting point. I have to point out that I am positive Lightning has a pretty good defense. I don't know about special defense. I think in that moment where he's a Lightning God, he would have better special defense than defense. Now that is fair. His speed would be off the charts. Because, uh, you know, what does he say, John? First line in the movies. Kachu. Nope, it's I am speed. Yep. <laughs> okay, Lucas, Moltres looks like a demon. Yeah, Moltres, I go back and forth from it being my favorite and my least favorite. I don't know, man. <laughs> See, Articuno looks like Articuno, but I guess the weird... Bugs Bunny remix where they did a gritty futuristic reboot. Yeah. Uh, but Moltres is just Moltres turned into a demon, yeah. whereas Zapdos is a chocobo. Yeah, that's good. Good summation of all of that. And what's a chocobo if not a mode of transportation? We brought it back. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Happy Pokemon Day three days ago, two days ago for you now. <laughs> if you want to send us ideas, Clearly we need them. Uh, so you can do that. You can either tweet at us at the Kachat or you can send us an email uh, at the Kachat at gmail.com. Both of those are all one words, no hyphen in there. And John's going to say something relating to something. Remember to like, comment, subscribe. Tell anyone and everyone that you think might be the least bit interested in listening to us talk about wonderful subjects such as Disney Pixar's Cars, maybe Toy Story, Pokemon, superheroes probably and who knows maybe even baking and maybe even cars sometimes <laughs> okay anyway i'm lucas he's john uh, until next time don't forget to float like a cadillac and sting like a beamer Time.